Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Weaves is a fantastic, noisy, and infectious rock band based in Toronto, Ontario. In 2016, Buzz Records released Weaves' self-titled debut album, and it went on to be regarded as one of the finest records to ever come out of Toronto, and it was recently shortlisted for Canada's Polaris Music Prize. The other day, I drove down to the Greater Good Bar in Toronto to meet with singer and songwriter Jasmine Burke, guitarist Morgan Waters, and drummer Spencer Cole, to discuss their band and delve into their self-titled record with track-by-track commentary. You're going to hear snippets of each song as we go along. We also got into some breaking news, as the band just announced that their follow-up record, Wide Open, will be out October 6th. And so we talked about what the new record is like, and also the first single, Number 53, which you can hear in its entirety on this show. Sponsored by Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, Planet Bean Coffee, and Granddad's Donuts, this is Weaves on the 341st episode of Creative Control with your host, me, Vishkana. Uh, Jasmine, thank you for being uh, back on the show. Ah, uh, yes, thank you it's, for having us back. It's, it's lovely. And, you, <laughs> and who are you? I'm Morgan. I play guitar. Morgan, you do play guitar in the band Weaves. It's nice to have you both uh, on the show. Thank you. And we have to share a mic. Me and Fisher sharing a mic here. Yeah. So that's why, I don't know, there's sort of an intimacy. I come closer to you to talk <laughs> to you. And it's a little herky-jerky. It is a bit herky-jerky. I feel like I've got basil in my teeth from the pizza I just ate. Let's see. No, it's there's no basil. No, there's no basil. I wish I had basil in my teeth from the pizza that I just ate, but I don't. It's good pizza. Where are we? What, where are we right now? Greater good. Yes. It's by our rehearsal space, so we just waltzed over here after uh, 
I've run into a few musicians. Yep. Lots of them are here. Annie from New Fries was here. Yeah. All Colin the big names. from Grays. <laughs> All the big names. Yeah, this uh, there's uh, like a rehearsal factory type joint, and I uh, I was telling you guys before we started uh, rolling tape that uh, fucked up. I think have a space in your space. Yeah. Do you ever see those guys? I don't think they're. They might not be there anymore. Mets we see a lot. They're always there. And there's the brick, which is right by yeah, us. Yeah, furniture. So. Oh, the furniture retailer. The, yes. The brick. The why big did, red. Why brick. did you feel compelled to point that out? Well, I mean, we were walking past it today. It is on the back of oh, yeah. our record. Yes. Of the we album took, we art. We took it's the, in the album background. cover, or the back of our album is a photo on Geary. And you can see the brick in the background. So yeah. Jasmine was wondering today if we were going to ever get sued. sued by the brick. And I thought that that would be pretty cool. It's probably free advertising for them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of cursing on your record, but not enough for them to be like, <laughs> our corporate brand, what yes. are you doing? Yeah, it's, there's it's a few true. references to Ottomans and couches and stuff too, so. This notion of living in a shithole <laughs> might compel people to move and where they're ah, going to get furniture from. Ah, you're right. The brick. The brick. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, I'm jumping ahead. And also, I should say, you are freshly uh, back in Ontario from a trip out east to Sappy Fest, right? Yes, indeed. We came back yesterday. It was a nice time. Yeah, we, we didn't. Had, uh, we didn't pick up the accent. At the bar. At the bar. I don't know. We always sappy accent. Just the that East, East Coast, Coast accent. At the bar, driving a car. Meet you at the bar. We have a bad habit of just suddenly, just in the van, we just take on the accent. Overdo the accent <laughs> of where we are. You weren't there long enough to pick up the. Oh no! Sap- it's, it's, we only sac- need to be there for two hours, and then we become that. Yeah, it's true. Although this time, this trip, I noticed it's like the East Coast. They got a they had a sale on razors or something because everyone has some sort oh, of yeah. shaved part in their haircut. Yeah, okay. it's like Toronto 2005, where you'd have like asymmetrical, right. or like a mullet with like a shaved element. A lot of hockey cool. hair, like, and if, even if you think it's a normal haircut, you look on the back there's of a, rat a guy, tail. and there's a little shaved patch. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. And yeah. was that off-putting or just interesting? No, I enjoyed it. It was cool. I felt like not part of the crew. Yeah, we d- yeah, we're not East Coast. Yeah, we're hard Toronto. But you hard say Toronto. it's circa a certain time in Toronto from the past. Do you think that the do you feel maybe like the East Coast is slower to catch up even though the sun rises there first? Maybe they're, they're I, quicker. They're quicker because maybe it's coming back? Yeah. Right. That's fair. Um but everyone was pulling it off and you know and we also, I just want to throw it out there. We had dorm rooms, so that oh, was kind of cool. Oh, you're at Mount Allison. Yes. Yeah, I've done that. So it was pretty awesome. We had uh, joined washrooms, and yet we all had our own rooms, although we were all yelling at each other. And Yeah. Everyone's really bad in this band <laughs> of yelling in the hallways of <laughs> dorms or hotels, and I just think we're just so irritating. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking up a bit of that vibe. No, I, I think you guys are, are very pleasant and nice, and uh, it's fine. I, uh, you know, as we're speaking, uh, you just made the announcement that you got a new record coming out. Yes. Uh, what's the new record called? Wide Open. Wide Open? Mm-hmm. And, and I want to talk about Wide Open. It's not out till October, right? October 6th. October 6th. You know yes, the date. I do. Someone's got to be <laughs> on top of these things, and it's, it seems it's Jasmine. Did you know the date, Morgan? I did know the date, but I want to allow her the, you know, the power to, oh my God, it's raining! <laughs> That, indeed, indeed, that is a train. <laughs> Carrying our physical copies of Wide Open to October 6th. Delivering like, them to the East Coast if my as da- we speak. If my daughter were here, she would say choo-choo, but you oh, yell train. 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 Yeah. I, 
actually picked up the accent then, the, the East Coast accent. <laughs> train. 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 On the train. I don't, I, I don't want to offend my... Ice the bice. Oh. <laughs> is that, yeah, is that, maybe that's not right. Maybe you're not supposed to do that. I'm a Newfoundlander. Oh, yeah. Are you actually from Newfoundland? Well, my great-grandmother and my grandmother, so, you know, they moved here in the 30s, I think, and uh, just down the street, Lansdowne and Bloor is oh, where okay. my great-grandmother had a home. But, yeah, they were from Newfoundland. And I've, we all spent time together in St. John's yes. for La Nivania some yeah. years ago. I remember that. And you that was one of the best times I've ever seen you, I have to say. Uh, Wasn't that show at the ship? It was so fun, Did that yeah. stick out for you? Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole thing was special. I feel like we just had a different energy because we, I don't know, I'd never been there and everyone was so welcoming and That was, was probably special. maybe my favorite festival I've played. That, yeah. That's always the one I compare everything to. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Was that early? That's about two years ago. Yeah, and we've done a lot of we've stuff done a lot in, of festivals. after that, and that was one of the most special ones. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's an amazing uh, festival. Anyway, I'm glad you're back. Uh, I mentioned you have the new record coming out in uh, October 6th. We've established that. But I thought it could be interesting, and this happens from time to time on the show, where we take your most recent record, your self-titled record, which came out uh, last June, was it? Last June, yeah. Last June, 2016. And we go through it track by track. To get a kind of story behind the song, because I think people are still processing the record, mm-hmm. and some people are, you know, encountering it for the first time. Yes. So, are you okay with this as an exercise? Let's yeah. just talk about every song. Yeah, that's yeah for actually, sure. I don't know. I feel like that's what a musician wants to do more than anything is just talk about the songs rather than like what their intentions are. I guess. Don't you think? Jasmine, I don't, ja- I don't know. <laughs> Jasmine and I have spoken like on the record a couple of times. Morgan, you and I have never spoken. Are you someone that finds uh, jibber-jabber and blather to be kind of uh, annoying and pointless? No, no, not of yourself, but do you just like artists? Like These days, a lot of interviews are just like, let's do something kind of like gimmicky or whatever. Yeah. Do you feel like they're not earnest enough or, or serious enough about the music? No, not necessarily, but a musician's... L- I don't know. I love to talk about the details of the songs. I don't know. The, it's almost like you spend more time talking about, like, what does it mean to be yeah. whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> talking big picture. And then oh, I, I want to talk extremely small picture. Tell me about the snare drum. <laughs> and then, so, you know, I want to get, like, nerdy. nitty gritty. Okay, well, let's do it. Let's, let's, let's try this. So we're going to go. bring the nerd. We'll go in sequence. Okay. We'll go in sequence here. So okay. let's start with the first song. The first song is called tick now tick uh first of all i assume both of you are here because you are are you kind of, i know there's a band it's a band mm-hmm. but are you two the primary kind of instigators when it comes to songwriting yeah i think so i think jasmine is the the initial instigator she starts the fire she adjusts the spirit and uh then you I, run the engine I don't know. Adjust the spirit, run the engine. If she starts the spark, then I blow on it into some wood. Yeah. Yes. Aren't these just the lyrics to Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. All intentions in rock music come from that song. That was what an interpolation of that. Anyway, let's start then with Jasmine on this one. Uh, Jasmine, yes. tell me a little bit about Tick, uh, the intention behind it. The, what's going on on Tick from your perspective? Um, Tick was probably was that one of the earlier songs that we started working on i don't on? think so no <laughs> see i get he likes talking about the songs i don't know i sort of i think i just wrote it 
at some point in my life when I was <laughs> feeling something. I don't know. Oh my know. god, we can't remember. We've made another album since there. This is like it's hard. Okay, uh, Tick was a later one. Oh, actually, Tick was one of the last ones because we kind of felt like we needed another like fun song on the album. And Morgan, I think we came back from a tour, and Morgan was like, "Try like go to the space and just try and write another." You know, yeah, this was poppy. after Glastonbury. I yeah, it was think after it was Glastonbury. Like, Let's get some. You're right. Some banger tunes going. Yeah. we went to Glastonbury. We played Glastonbury in 2015, after our EP came out, and going there and seeing, you know, like the biggest artists in the world, like Kanye played, Patty, Patty Smith, Smith played, Dalai Florence Lama. and the Machine, Dalai Lama was there, <laughs> and then you, you know, it sort of gives you some new fire because you realize, oh, we want to make something that can be listened to kind of internationally and I don't know I was like kind of excited to go back and write another song I was like ah, our album sucks still so we wanted to just like bang out another banger you know, it's interesting you say that because the energy of this is the song that kicks off the record and it leaps it jumps out at you if you're not ready for yeah. the playback it's just like the guitar everything just there's ram, no just, nap it's running it's running it's like a dash and uh, I think that's what you're tapping into there. You, it sound like it sounds like you guys were a little antsy to get this song out into the world, maybe. Yeah, I think so. It's it's a it's a fun sort of the door opens. The first lines are. This is just, just the beginning of what, what I want to say. So as soon as she says that, <laughs> it's like oh, I guess this is the first song on the record. Yes. introduce the album and there's a lyric in here that caught my attention uh, and forgive me if I'm paraphrasing actually I, okay. I think I can I think I can get it here accurately sweetie I just want your biological clock <laughs> TikTok. is that what's going on is yeah. that the tick talking to someone what does that mean <laughs> yeah I was thinking you know about the old settling down and things and living your life and making it like kind of a funny uh, concept We've just just joining us is Spencer Cole, Spencer the, drummer. Cole the drummer. Tell us about Tick. Oh, it's just a great tune with that driving acoustic guitar. Well, actually, it's an electric guitar, but unamplified. It's just the strings right? really carrying the rhythm yeah. of the song. It's really I, ins- didn't, I didn't have an acoustic guitar. It's really a hi hat alternative. <laughs> wow, that was very well well spoken. That, that was great. I didn't See, think that was amazing. We're the uh, the geeks here. We really yeah, care about geeks. that kind of stuff, like. I'm so the why, why are you one. just joining us now? Where were you? I was smoking weed outside. Oh, okay. That seems... That's good to say. That's good to say. That's good to say. 
I guess it's good we're not broadcasting live. live. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's a free country. That's, That's fine. Legal. That's legal. I mean, yeah, there's a dispensary that just opened up next to my house, and dispenser I had cold. never been into a dispensary in Canada or in the States, only in Holland. And it's, you know, it's very easy and it's very liberal and they're very friendly and everyone. It's just, it's the way of the future. It really is just smoking weed all the time. I, I've never partaken myself. It sounds oh, fun. Oh, no, really? I never have. No, I never have. Yeah. Wow. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's relaxing. Everyone freaks out when they think, they're like, I've had a person tell me like, you look like you bake all the time. Well, is that the right that's vernacular? Bake? No, no. You get, get baked. baked. You get bake baked. Bake and bake? Yeah, but that's, that's so square. I have. I am now baked due to yes, you're baked. ripping hard on some reefer. You know, this is good. Now I'm learning the language. Yeah, yeah. this is cool vernacular. Ripping hard on reefer is sort of what all the kids are saying. Okay, so did we cover tick? Are you satisfied I'm with? Satisfied. I'm satisfied. Tick would be described as in our internal language as dry fi because there's no reverb and it's all di guitars. There's no guitar amps. It's just signal to ear. There's no air in the guitar amp. So I call it dry fi because it's just me plugging my guitar directly into my computer and cranking the game. Oh, interesting. Prince, you know, is that the Prince mindset. Prince did that on Dirty Mind and stuff. Oh, did he? I didn't realize that. It's all DI guitar or like uh, Revolution uh, Beatles, that fuzzy kind of airless, thin guitar sound. That's what Tick's all about. That's that's interesting. And do you want to say anything more about? Uh, no, I think I, we got it. Did we talk about the biological clock? I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I just thought it was a funny way to ex- to be like, "Hello, I want a child." <laughs> <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And and whose perspective? Very literal. Whose perspective is that from? Me, uh, my own. It's your your own. Yeah, perspective. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. You know, I, this is the thing. I write quickly and just whatever emotion I'm feeling for that day essentially so I guess I was in a mood no it's it's that's okay you that's know fair. that's fair we all have these moods okay well speaking of biological clocks and sex the next Ta-da. song is birds and bees that, that is a euphemism for sex uh, is there is that song actually about that or is that just a coincidence that was more I think that one was more tongue in cheek I would just kind of like the idea of like using birds and bees in a song and um, yeah I don't know that one was more fun to make but the dream about the world on my knees isn't that sexual yeah okay <laughs> you know you don't want to say too much because then you just sound like a, sh- uh, a shock master like you're you mean about the song I'll dream the of the world on my knees. If, if you spell out the lyrics, it gets a bit. That was sort of like a prostitute, like that, that part of the song, I guess. So it oh, took okay. a like different spin. Wow! But you know, there's a lot of things. But but you tied that into to. the innocence because birds and the bees is meant to be like a quaint image, right? Well, yeah, but then you have the real world, and so right. that's why oh, okay. I kind of wanted to like go back and forth on that fantasy versus reality world.
you mentioned that sometimes you you write quickly. This mm-hmm. seems like that's that's a multi-layered idea. Was this written quickly as well? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But in my head, like it makes sense to just say that. Now, do you have a dis- do you have a discussions <laughs> with your bandmates about what you're singing no. about ever? Occasionally, I'll be like, "What's with this line?" or something. <laughs> if I want to kind of know. If I, I just want to kind of get a sense of like what's the emotion that's supposed to be happening here. But most of the time, there's not too much discussion about anything because as soon as you start talking about it, you kind of kill the magic. Yeah. Wait a minute, earlier you said you wanted to talk about all the things, and now you're saying. I mean, we can talk with, in with, with, retrospect. Be, retrospect, because this is just a, a, you know, a joyous wank yeah. on, you know, celebrating I never said that. That ideas that just happened out of thin air. Right. Okay. 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 No, no, it is fun. No, that's cool. But, I, but you when you're creating something, you're scared you're going to wreck it by talking about it. Of course. Yeah, you just want to let it happen. Yeah, so like, I mean, you spend a lot of time on on tour. Maybe I doubt you're the kinds of people that talk about your own songs. Well, Jasmine doesn't really. I mean, the I haven't heard. Most of the conversations we're having now is sort of the first time I've heard. So. Okay, this is great. Yeah, I never. I'm like a. This is like therapy. Kind of. I'm like a song therapist. Yes. Trying to uncover the song. Don't think of me as you. Is that what you say? Yes. What, what is, that's an interesting... <laughs> I just thought, I'm sorry, like the lyrical fragments popped out and don't think of me as you. Because sometimes, like, you know, people assume that your behavior is going to be the same as theirs or they, they assume, like, your intentions are the same and I don't know. We all have different ways of living and... It's a differentiation. Yeah. You know... I try not to think about it too much. I think it's just like I I don't know, the way I write is just it's just yeah, emotional, instinctual sort of I don't know, way of expressing myself and so I don't overthink it. I try not to overthink it, but uh so it's funny talking about the lyrics now cuz in hindsight you're like, well, you know, I just feel like I don't want to overthink ideas. I don't want to necessarily create like a fluid path of a storyline just like let things be how they are so uh yeah i don't know it just depends on essentially my feelings that day and then i just sort of spew it out it pops up a few times on this record where i think you're uh as an as a narrative device i think you're it's a lot about trying to figure out your place in the world Mm -hmm. and and differentiating oneself from the masses but also realizing you are yeah part of the masses maybe yes yeah okay all right, I think that's what's going on a little bit there. Do you want to say anything about the, the music, either of you, on that particular song? I think we said enough about Birds that one. Okay. okay, Birds and Bees. I mean, it is interesting, but we don't have to go into it. Just no. forever being the fir- for a long time being the first song of a set on tour for the better portion of six months. Six months on tour and being like, be like, where's... We start with that one. We start with that one. That's like the beginning of, you know, that's where we're getting to the stage. Birds and Bees, very comfortable, you know. And we're always kind of a little bit in, in a somewhat of a conflict regarding the Spencer tempo and, and the groove. And it's like, where does it sit? And now it's slowly getting a little bit quicker and quicker and brighter and brighter. And personally, I think that's much more of a comfortable spot. But you always wanted it slower and I wanted it faster. Right, I, I wanted it more Ringo and you always wanted to put the booty in it. This is the argument. He's taking the other side. See, now See that we can't even keep track of... Guys, high as a kite. He's. I think guys, he got baked. Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm just truly baked. <laughs> he, he, but like, really, it, it's an interesting thing into looking into the mind of a band and it's like how you think about groove and time. And time is important. 
that's such a big part of hearing yeah, music tempo, is where's the time sure. where's the space in between well, I, all those of course notes you, do you think maybe you're a little biased about the importance of time being the drummer oh yeah that's right yeah <laughs> I'm the drummer that's it that's gotta be what it is this song is always a tough one for us to we stopped playing it at sessions because they're always fighting about the tempo but you you do continue to open your show well with it's them. it's like you yeah. can trudge through it and like sort of take get the audience on board and I mean like we can be intense, so maybe you want to like just ease them into the situation. But I like the notion, and forgive me again, song therapist here, maybe band psychiatrist. Yeah, there's tension within the group about the song. It's a nice icebreaker for the show, because yes. shows are shows can be stressful. Uh, just getting the show going can be stressful. You get the the hardest thing out of the way. It's not. But it's the easiest song. I mean, that's. Yeah, but it's also the easiest song. Okay. The easiest we're songs are the hardest songs. We're never songs. opening with that song ever again. Okay. So. Okay. Well, we're okay. done. No, yeah. that's fine. All right. Let's you see what you see. What you started. I'm this sorry. Is the thing. I didn't mean to start a fight. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> candy. 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 Who's? Are you ready? Are who? you ready? That's like the constant. Like, are you ready to fucking play? Like, get, come on, get Can your head up. Put your Can candy. What? Like, candy, candy is placed about third in our set so far. It's a hard one to be ready for, and and the, at the beginning of touring with Candy, it was like. 70% of the time, false start. Is there a synthetic yeah. uh, drum aspect to this song? Yeah, that's heavy samples, yeah. So, yeah. And, and so that's why it's the are you ready? <laughs> well, I think it just kind of really blasts in your face, is the idea. Off the bat. Candy was early. We probably recorded it the most times. This one would be one I'd say you and I were most excited about when we were demoing, remember? And it was around during the EP. Because that, I remember that day, you we had demoed it, and then you emailed me in the wee hours, and you were like, I added horns to it. Listen to it now. And then we were like, oh, this is Weaves. Like, it's almost like that was the christening of, like, maybe one, discovering yeah. what Weaves might be. Yeah. I think. And it's good. It's got a nice mix of, um, it's got some Pixies guitar, it's got yeah. some dance hall grooves at the end, kind of, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't tell how old all of you are. I think you're younger than me. I don't even know how to talk about getting high. Uh, are you Pixies fans? Are you PJ Harvey fans? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that song in particular, the drum sound reminds me a bit of PJ Harvey, maybe a Steve Albini drum sound. And, yeah, yeah. and, and then the guitar, there's a lot of Pixies stuff, I would say. And I, but I didn't want to bring this up. Because I don't really want to foist my old you mean, you man. You mean the record? You mean the, the way it sounds in the record? Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite songs in the record, personally. Well, and Steve Albini is always—you're always trying to get the rid of me drum 
sound kind of. I always Morgan am. Morgan and I talked about that a lot for, for the for first the big snares, LP. You know, Not especially on the next song on Shithole, that's pure Steve Albini, Pixies, or PJ Harvey. So yeah, we're big fans. You are a big fan. Okay. Oh, yeah. And and were, were you uh, listening to them when or with the Pixies, when did you come across the... When I say when in this case, what year? I don't know how old you are. Yeah, yeah. Were you in, into them when they were uh, initially active or after? Pixies was after, but PJ Harvey was during. Okay. So that's a big thing for you. Yeah. High school, I was into Morgan loves Pixies. He and loves PJ. Ween. And PJ Harvey, and I think, PJ is Harvey. underrated, even though she's considered the greatest. Anybody here go to the Massey Hall I PJ did. Harvey show? I did. did. It, was, it was so good. Well, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I know. I still think about it, like, once a week. Yeah. yeah. The Hives... Hives? <laughs> yeah, and the hives. But, but I just have to add the hives. Very important. Just to say the hives. I just need to add that's an important no, but, yeah. sound. The, the sounds yeah, that they yeah, make, yeah. very important to, to our, I think. That's legitimate. Yeah. All right, in my, in my lyric fragment uh, exercise, yes. I'm just a giant walk over you. I mean, that's part of the chorus, yes. I think. What does that mean? Um, I feel like sometimes, especially as a performer, you have a big personality or you're projecting this like, sort of storyline and maybe in that way or maybe just being a driven person I have a tendency to plow through things and maybe that's a positive or a negative and I was reflective upon that oh <laughs> about your uh, everyday personality or your because mm, mixture you and I've talked before about when you were younger you did look up to certain musicians and yeah the ones you mentioned I think you mentioned did you mention Courtney Love I might have. I I'm mean, I love like the yeah, yeah, yeahs growing up and like the strokes and that. I was like an early two thousands. Bigger than life. Yes. And 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 you, those are the people you looked up to. And now yeah. as a performer, I can see the theatricality. Yeah. Uh, seeing the weaves as many times as I have now, I can see that developing more and more within yeah. you. This notion of I have to be a performer. I can't just go out there and sing. Yeah. So that's a. Uh, I think it was like the yeah. It was sort of that idea and like, just. I mean, if you think about being a musician, you're sort of dedicating your existence to being a musician, and that can either help or hinder your relationships. <laughs> and so it's like, I don't know, I just was thinking about like having this like one focus and how that and how it sort of correlates to my life, but also like being badass about it because no matter what, like you are who you are and you can't change that, so. Might you as know, well walk might as well just <laughs> That's sort of the most badass part of our LP one set. Says you. <laughs> no, no, I really love that part. You know, that's like you know yeah, the yeah, big yeah, booty, big like powerful groove, you. and like you know jazz. And, and as a woman, it's like a cool sort of sentiment to have within a song in a rock band, in particular. You know. Absolutely, yeah. Do you find it difficult to wind down after shows? You guys put a lot of energy Wee! into your shows. I do. I mean, Are I you to wind down. I have a hard time to wind down. Like, you know, you, you, you're superstars for 45 minutes to an hour. Then you got to come down and just talk to people. Is that, is that weird for you? No. No, everyone's pretty social, so everyone can kind of... I feel like we're good at... I mean, we like talking to people after. I find that to be maybe more interesting than... I mean, I love performing, but recently, like, touring, actually meeting people and talking to them about music or, like, the way that your music whatever affects them it's like yeah. important if we were at a bigger level where you don't go out to the merch table 
and you're backstage at some arena, then that's when I think... You don't have to do that. You don't have to get to a... Uh, you can just decide you're not going to not do well, that. You I mean, can always go out to the merch Sure, table. but we got to help out. we got to help out a little bit. I don't bit. think I mean, you can just... I don't think Win Butler's going out to the merch table. Yeah, but that's Win. Uh, but that's they do, like, create little areas on their, you know, in their performance where they go out into the audience oh, yeah. and perform. And I think that's a nice element to keep, like, connected to at least the people that... Support you. I love seeing pavement at the merch table. If it's when a festival, I would see pavement for example, and they were at the biggest, uh, they would be out there at the merch table. But if it's a festival, nice. for example, there's you know volunteers that are often helping you. And, and I I remember that we just played Sappy. We played a Wicked show. It's at Sappy Fest in Sackville. Yeah, okay, great. So like you're, you're saying, but like all of our friends were there. Everybody oh, yeah. was there after the show. We played an amazing like night that. with friends. Yeah, but it's nice. I'm when not going to musicians. But being around so many friends after such an emotional experience, I will also say harder for me to wind down in that situation. That part of our problem is Spencer never comes to the. I'm always at the merch table first. You never, rarely come. Out of my sweaty rags. But did, did you have experiences as a younger person seeing musicians where they humanize themselves? Yeah, and I, well, speaking of Arcade Fire, I have, like, a little Arcade Fire, uh, their first little EP, I guess, and Regine was, like, out on the, the merch table signing stuff, and I remember seeing, like, yeah, the Yayas and Nick was hanging out and, like, TV on the radio. They're always, like, I think you have to kind of stay connected to these people, especially if you want to remain, I don't know, human. Like, yeah. I think it's nice to, and just you meet young girls or whatever who I think it's important to develop a relationship with them and like make them feel like you are here and for them boys. and awkward boys yeah we got a lot of stoners not, they like you though boys. they'll be like where's the guitarist I want to talk to him and I'm yeah, like I, I would want to talk to you yeah. if I was like younger Vish because yeah. your, your, your guitar playing is interesting yeah great drumming too I'm just saying if I was younger I'd, I'd like to talk to the musicians yeah, yeah. That's cool. but it's nice usually Morgan and I will go out and like try and sell some stuff and sure. talk to people. Sure. Okay. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was good. That was was good. No, 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 no. I just feel like we should move on. Uh, we shithole. song for the band? I always thought it was. No. It wasn't early in the recording. That's not <laughs> deserving of the microphone <laughs> anymore, I've noticed. <laughs> Just ignoring. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't, Spence. It was. No, because... <laughs> this no. is the dynamic. We were... It was the same thing as... I think it was after Glastonbury, right? 
and we wanted no. some new songs. No. See, we all disagree at all points. That's See, why I had actually said to Jasmine before we started, hey, wasn't that song on the EP? And she said, no. No. And I was like, oh, I could have sworn I heard that song before. But I mean, remember, I'm, I sent it to no, you after. It did come out. It did come out it was before af- the album. It came out early. It did come out. But the first thing after the EP. Neon and candle, and it was done. Yeah, it and did. He mixed it and we recorded it in it did one come day out after the EP. Quick. It was the stopgap. It was a stopgap. Okay. That's why I thought it might have been on the EP. I just I got foggy. Sorry yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. It was. So it was in advance of the. But album. why did we? Because we needed. I don't know. I don't know. I remember okay. turning 15 and thinking life's not right. That's pretty. That's a heavy thing. Yeah. And uh, I'm living in this shithole. Her mom wasn't happy about that. What's, yeah, my what, mom's this is about This is about your upbringing? No, 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 it's not. Oh. And they seem to forget that I've lived alone. Uh, they just... Oh, my parents are like, I don't understand. You you lived in a decent home. Her and mom I was calls like, bullshit on this song. She's like, you didn't live in a ditch. But it's not about my childhood. Isn't this it is what I tell them. that people assume... And I, I know you're a personal writer. Yeah. Which, thus far, it seems like you are writing mostly about yourself. Yeah. But you're also... Are you not also a narrative writer? Are you? Do you create characters at all? I mean, I think I embellish on my own life. I see. And this is an example of... I'm I, dramatic. But are you... Are you trying to capture... You, this is a song where you're trying to capture the perspective of someone else, right? isn't it? No. No, you feel like your mom is wrong. And you were living Well, in no, I hole. was thinking about my life, like, sort of in my early 20s. Oh. But the thing is, I don't actually remember writing, like, this is the weird one with this one, is I don't remember writing it, but I was, Morgan and I were, like, trying to th- figure out a song to put out. And I found it um, on my little voice memo thing. And I emailed him, and I was like, why did we never use this song? And he was, and he said, like, you never emailed me this. I don't know what this song is. Hmm. And yeah, I was like, we need to do this. We need to do the song, and so I must have been. It's like in retrospect again, but I must have been in like some sort of heavy place that day because I don't really even know. I don't have any recollection of writing this song. Essentially, uh, it's it's just like something I found on my voice memo, and I thought I'd already emailed it to him. Oh, weird! It's a mysterious song. It's kind of a mysterious I song. Yes, yeah. Uh, well, musically, what would you say about it? I'd say it's maybe you could say it's one of the be- better songs on the record. I think it's a really good straight up, you know, it would to be the in boy. the Weaves fake book. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's straight ahead and concise and good. And if any, if there's any criticisms of this band, they wouldn't be on that song. Yeah. You're a pop band on some level. You have some... Every once in a while, I think you're a noise rock band. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, they're shooting to be on the radio. This is, uh, I think it could have been a radio song. It probably couldn't. Could it probably was a radio song? But it's got a curse. Yeah, you know, that's you the a problem. Curse. You got a curse. In it's your ridiculous because at the same time, there's so many other words you can say on the radio, and I'm not allowed to say shithole when I'm talking about a place that I live. I think that's the problem with. No, but I think that's the problem with censorship. Is yes. like it's it doesn't make sense. Yeah, the intentions aren't. The intention is just it's like just celebrating feeling sorry for yourself, kind of. That's how I interpreted it. You don't think so? Um, I don't know if I'm feeling sorry for myself. But it, in the way, the lyrics are like, "I'm living in a shithole." You're feeling. You're kind of saying how you feel bad for yourself, but you're feeling. I don't know. Is it possible that Jasmine's taking exception to the fact that you say it's celebrating feeling sorry for yourself? Maybe I don't know. What is what is the problem with that? Well, 
because I think I, I can I, I like Morgan I sense the wallowing but I don't necessarily think it's a glorification of it I think it's just like ah I'm not yeah. happy I don't view it oh, as feeling sorry for myself no I but guess. I, I say celebration as in like I can feel sorry for myself but that's just a small part of my personality and I'm overcoming it and the song is uplifting oh wah, wah, hi. there's like a chorus to it there's like a I don't know in the face of like feeling sorry sometimes it feels good to feel sorry for yourself i mean oh wait just running in a circle there is a kind of hopelessness to the song like yeah. i think that's there yeah yeah and and uh, i take it as a straight conveyance of yeah i'm not feeling great yeah exactly <laughs> i guess i just feel like the song is sort of somewhat has an uplifting feel to it in the end and so there is a sort of over a sense of i will overcome this feeling and I think the intention or the feeling is offset by the music, which is yeah really sweet. Yeah. Okay, I solved another one. Let's <laughs> move on. Is therapy. Is anyone How keeping much track? Your psychiatric like evaluation. This is. Cost? I is just. I want a slice of pizza. Twenty bucks an I hour. I'd like a slice. A slice Sick. of pizza, maybe. Eagle, which I think has at least one allusion to the Steve Miller band. Is that right? We call it our. What do we call it? Nirvana unplugged, like perfect. Uh, <laughs> Perfect for uh, it's a beautiful plaid. song. It's a beautiful song. I mean the 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 way it, the way it's recorded and and uh, your delivery in the, on the vocals. It's lovely, but it is it's a bit jarring after the succession yes. of ah, you yeah. know. Like. this thing well always jasmine <laughs> is initializing i'm the initializer jb jb um this is a on this is a true you can think about it if you're wanting to think about it. this is a true live off the floor everything no overdubs no overdubbing vocals this is just super a dynamic you know it's one fun time deal and it yeah. felt like a nice break from the wall of sound of the other four first four songs but again, I, I was talking earlier, and again, this is my interpretation. Uh, I was talking earlier about this notion of differentiating yourself, uh, but also I think kind of 
sending a mantra of some kind into the world to calm down. And this this notion, and I, I this may be my reading, but everything ain't always meant to be everything yeah. is a nice way of being like... Just Maybe this is me, yeah, the feeling, celebration of feeling sorry for myself. I feel like there's more positivity this is, yeah. in this because at yeah. least I'm finding some sort of like, uh, you know, resolution to my pain. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? When I say mantra, though, I, I do think like you could say that to yourself yeah, yeah, and yeah. de-stress a situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, just relax. No, I know. And is that where it's coming from a yeah, little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. is. I think I was having some sort of, like, existential crisis about, like, continuing life and, uh, yeah, the cycle of life. Sure. And also, like, being, re- I don't know, just, like, I'm, I'm pretty chill and relax so like what does that even mean or I don't know yeah it was a lot of thoughts so. do you want to fly like an eagle that's the Steve Miller band reference that I picked up on is that not that wouldn't have been me no I just thought of that to sing okay do you know the song fly like do an I? eagle oh fly like, like an, an eagle, eagle. yeah no I wouldn't have been thinking of that <laughs> <laughs> she likes eagles she's got yeah. an eagle tattoo you have an eagle tattoo Oh With yeah! Legs. Oh yeah! There's Don Henley. It's about being strong. It's Don Henley <laughs> on uh, Jasmine's shoulder. There, that's stunning. You know, this is a tattoo. Gorgeous. I have a friend's Rosie, and we have matching tattoos. So there's an eagle's head. With these legs. She wants to get rid of her legs. I don't get it. I'm not going to get rid of the the legs or the tattoo, not like my personal legs. No. She wants to get rid of her tattoo, the legs. Can I run into, can I just <laughs> run an idea by you that I just had for, I don't have any tattoos. I don't. <laughs> good for you. Okay. Well, I, I realized right. though that I, if I ever had one, this, tell me if you think this is bad. I've been wearing this wristwatch, this oh. uh, Iron Man wristwatch. Uh, since 1999. Sick. And if it ever stops working, I thought it would be funny to get a wristwatch tattoo. Rule number tattoo. one with tattoos huh? is you don't want to get, first uh, of all, number one, uh-huh. you don't want to get the what? first one on the wrist. Why? Because oh, that's a for painful? real dedication. Oh. No, it's just visually. Oh. Look at me from the straight right now. I see. You can't see anything. But I thought it would be a nice... You see it all the time. I thought it would be funny. You see it all the time. That would actually be really funny. You should get it on your lower bicep. Yes. Like... That would be what? hilarious. No, I want it on because my it would be funny because it's like, it's that's not where an Indiglo Iron what? Man 1999 watch. was just shooting down my idea. I thought it was a good idea. No, but I think that would be a really good idea, but put it here. I could put like my birth time and date on the watch display or my wife's or something. Or 420. Yeah, or Spencer. Yeah. But you know, like if you, I know people can't see this, but if you see me straight on, you can't really see yeah, all of my I tattoos. Know. I don't really want a tattoo. It was just an idea. I, I think if you got a tramp stamp of a little I watch. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't just think a stopwatch. I don't think... <laughs> stopwatch. Stop. Stop. Right there. If you can see this tramp stamp, you've gone too far. All right. Let's move on from Eagle and go on to Two Oceans. Two Oceans. Oh, that's the Ripper. This is a Ripper. It's a big song. And uh, the most fun live. Let's start uh, with Morgan. Actually, I was going to say Spencer, but then I realized I didn't want that. (laughs) (laughs) He might give you too many truths. Tell him about Two Oceans. Two Two Oceans was another fully live off the floor one, and that one was so live that we had never rehearsed it, or even Jazz didn't even write it. That was all improvised in the studio. Three, four.
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Where's that delivery coming from? I was trying to place it though. There's a very, it's the, this might, I don't know if you're familiar with the band The Jesus Lizard or David Yao, but there was something, I was trying to figure out where this phrasing was coming from. It's something is going on. Yes. Where is it coming from? Can you talk about it? Do you know? Without, I don't want you to cite I mean, your influences it, that's the or thing. Anything. It was, well, no, it's like, it, it just happened. We were just like, the night before, we we were thinking, oh, we have to go to the studio, and I had talked about two oceans is like a bottle of wine. I sometimes frequent on the old practice nights, and cheap wine, cheap wine, and we Morgan's like, you should write a song about two oceans, and we sort of came up with the chorus the In night the before. Same way Mac DeMarco gets his Viceroy thing. Yeah, like, and we were like, we need our why, vice why of sorts. Be like a, a female drinking wine yeah, song. You know, like we exist. I feel like your environment had a lot to do with the way that you were improvising and, and I was performing in the washroom. She was in the bathroom. Joan That's Jett maybe? Is there some Joan Jett in there? She was in a bathroom. There's like some a- inflection that it's driving me nuts as I think about this. I mean, I also have a problem where my voice like the guys make fun of me because my the way I deliver words changes maybe if Zach were here, he would he would really rip on she me. Goes, also, also, or also. like if I'm talking, maybe I'll be like, "Well, Bruce made fun of me because I said crooked, crooked." So sometimes my deliverance of words is different, and maybe like emotionally, if I'm feeling the tone of a song, my personality becomes yeah. that of the music. But I think there was no influences or anything because there was no time to think. It was no. her just spitting out lyrics. We just we just like started playing. Out of time, you know. Uh, so yeah, she's improvising every all word, the words. The words are really funny and good, so it's cool that it all just happened in a moment. It's and, an attitude, you know. Yeah, it, 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 it's an attitude. Yeah. Iggy Pop, maybe there's something. Yeah, some kind of like. You know, I mean, like, like I'm, I'm a sassy lady, so it happens. It's a strut. It's a strut of a song. In a way, there's a Bob Dylan too. If I was walking down the street, like kind of. Spitting out the words faster. Jasmine and I both were at the same Bob Dylan show yeah, like, we last month. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, were you there too, Spencer? No, no, no. I just think that's great that you were there also. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the backup on that. All right. We'll go to Spencer for more affirma- uh, affirmation as we okay, go on here. Yeah, affirmative action. Human, you talked about your phrasing. I, as I recall, clarity and prosperity are kind of weirdly said, but maybe that's not right. There's something. Anyway, what are you shrugging at? Who no, wants we're to just, talk about we're all, like, the the Why do I play the fucking cowbell in human? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a very human endeavor. <laughs> ah. Human's a great song. 
Playing that one live is very challenging, I think, just to feel comfortable with all that space. There's so much space. Oh, yeah. We also re-recorded vocals, like, oh, yeah. too I kept, many times. I kept making... He was like, Jasmine, of course re- isn't right. Let's again, re-record again. another verse. Another, let's do it again. 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 The primary producer? I guess I'm the biggest snob sitting there on the Pro Tools, yeah. And are you the engineer as well? No, Leon. Leon mostly, okay. Leon Tahani. But are you Leon and I both have a lot to do with the way we want it to sound. Yeah, Warren. we're both the biggest snobs. He's... You've got a drum obsession, for sure. He's the drummer, and it's so important. I'm a drummer. I, I feel the same. If yeah. the drums don't sound good, that's, a big, that's and, a big problem. And I have an obsession with the drums, too. So I think Doing we, our best to not always think of the drums first, but... I think we it work is, together because yeah, we both yeah, yeah. love snare drums and stuff but uh human's a cool one and it's kind of like a bit of a motowny thing and it's like we're ch- try to leave space in it uh, i guess that's where maybe yeah. there's a bit of a hives influence and alex space. newport we're not talking about leon here we're talking okay. alex newport like mixed it he, yeah he just destroyed that he, he made nice it the sound it was just it's tripping and cowbell yeah. really important jasmine uh sometimes i think that you see a certain responsibility in your role as a public performer and person saying things and I think that um, you have a a penchant for trying to speak on behalf of people who don't have voices maybe. Is this a song about people who can't I don't know. This seems like another song that is meant to empower uh, but also confronting the notion of we're human. I mean there's there's only so much we can do. And you can't always, yeah, you, you can't win them all. And you also, I don't know, like you are who you are and you have to be, you have to be proud of that. And maybe that's something, yeah, you can struggle with as a young person. But uh, so I think in that way, yeah, I was just sort of thinking about, you can only draw from your own experience. So maybe that was just, yeah, me thinking about things and I think you're always thinking about things in like your own life, but trying to like, yeah, make it, you know, an experience of like, you know, that it's an experience of many Yeah. and maybe yeah, like yeah. the more you perform and stuff and people maybe t- talk to you after you, s- you start to think like, oh yeah, this is how a lot of us feel or, you know, like this is a commonality and that's okay. And that's like something to celebrate and yeah, make into a song I guess yeah it's therapeutic <laughs> for you but I, you're hoping that other people pick up on that you yeah I think going so through similar things I yeah. yeah yeah okay I pick up on that uh, I don't mean to over flatter you but I uh. I think there's a certain generosity of spirit in <laughs> in what you're doing do you think someone can be do you think someone can be over flattered yeah oh I'm <laughs> over flattered all the time people say crazy <laughs> I, I, nice it's very things easy about me. it's very easy for for me to be overflattered. I feel that way. I don't like compliments. Just, well, I don't want to gush know. in front of the people I'm interviewing. I, I, it's a tendency I have sometimes because I talk to people I admire 
a great deal. But fortunately, Spencer's here, so we're fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Thanks, by the way. But I'm just teasing. <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. You don't want to. I think it's important to be at least as honest. I don't know. I believe in being honest with words. At yeah. least, like that's the one thing you should try and do is not hide behind. You know. No, but clearly as a songwriter and a lyricist based on some of the songs we've been talking about, yeah. you have a nice balance of impulse yeah. and thoughtfulness. Like you've got things you want to say, but you're comfortable by the sounds of it just ripping. Yeah. And yeah. somehow that's your practice. You yeah. convey certain meaning that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, that's what I, I don't want to be afraid. I, got, I don't have time for that. <laughs> Studios can be very... Uh, Tense, uh, like just the time, and you, you know you got a certain amount of you got to get work done, and so the fact that you even approach certain songs and be like, just see what happens. That's great. It's good. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Do you guys think about that when you're in the? Like, it's funny because I don't ever what? think of it. Do you, do you think about the time and the stuff? Yeah. Why do you think I yell at you? I whenever I'm in the studio, I forget. I can think of a few it. reasons why you might yell at him. <laughs> no, but to be honest, I, I'm not just saying this, but it, it. I guess maybe it's a drummer thing, but losing sight of the, the that room Time that you're in with the mics forgetting about those and oh uh, yeah yeah i think so i think you want to fill the day with stuff and so you're like oh i gotta make sure we get it we're getting enough good stuff yeah yeah totally no, you, no. Have to, you have to see you have to see through all that though you can't you have to pretend you're not there uh, no i know i've just i've had both experiences in studios where mm. i'm like ah we gotta get it's two hours till the ferry yeah. leaves the island like yeah. we've got to get yeah. a bunch of work done before yeah. then you know that kind of stuff anyway right. let's move on to cuckoo <laughs> Uh, who wants to start with talking? Oh, well, I do start the song, so yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll start. Well, there's this big, maybe I'll drum fill into the groove. Your groove is, this is a Spencer Keat Spencer track. Lately, it, it has been lengthening the, the intro to the song. I've been because playing. just like when you play by yourself. Right, you it like gives them a chance to tune, yourself. chain strings, maybe take a deep breath. You know, it's hard work up there, is right? Is this a, a fill you came up with in the moment and uh, you've been trying to cap recapture it, or is it something you can do e easily? Yeah, no, it's definitely based off of the fill that I played in the recording and often the way that when I play live, it's something that I hear from earlier on from recording, then I just adapt it and change it and it kind of That's evolves it. over time. one of the better ones. 
I like this one a lot. I think it's really unique and doesn't fall into any pitfalls of like, oh, we're loud and edgy. It's kind of got some sensitivity while at the same time really fires it up. It's it's cool. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Jasmine, what do you want to say about it uh, from a lyrical? I'm just trying to figure out what I want to ask you, but I, mm-hmm. I'm i curious what uh, you have to say about it first. Where was this? Where did this come from? It was one of those ones where I was just thinking, of, yeah, it was more contemplative. Like I had, had a person in my life forever and I, like 10 years and I was like, I don't know, we're both nuts and I got to, I got to uh, end it. And so it just sort of like, became, I don't know, it's interesting in hindsight, you're always like, oh, this is how I was feeling about a situation. Like, it takes writing a song for me to, like, it, to, to like process some, something happening, I think. So, in the same way, yeah, most songs happen, it's like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Expression. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I think that's that's fair. Uh, that can, we can add that to the fake book that we'll sell at the merch table. So, like, Cuckoo, you know, page seven of the Weaves fake book, LP1 yeah. fake book. Yeah, exactly. Then we'll have that little descriptor, the Coles notes. Also, we recently saw somebody at a wedding, like a couple, had cuckoo playing while they were walking away from their, from like that's the, nice. and that's nice. Like you're like, oh, that's fun. They're both a little crazy, and that's fun. Crazy in it's love. It's for real. Crazy in love. Crazy that's in love. That's another. That's a big that's wedding Twitter. song as well. Crazy yes. In love. Hopefully back to back. It's I'm crazy saying. and love cuckoo. You're so cuckoo, I'm so cuckoo. It sounds sentimental. It's, yeah, it's it, nice. Now that you've talked about it, I realize it has a darker undercurrent. I mean, but it's fun to make things that are dark light. Yes. And that is, the, that is like the beauty of being a songwriter is think, yeah. you find that. Yeah. It's sort of the beauty of pop music yeah. in a way, too. Yeah. That's why Robin's so good. Yeah. It's probably, I haven't heard from Robin in a while. No, me neither. I don't know why that came to my mind. But her songs are so uplifting. But if you listen to the words, they'll make you cry. You yeah. could have also been talking about uh, Darkness and Light, Batman and Robin. Right. I don't care about comics. Yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> Sentence. Sick. Sentence, I believe, is the next song. Is that right? Does that I sound right to you? Sounds right. Sure. We used to have... I was pushing for Eagle there, but we swapped that up. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. We you you were, oh, sequ- sequentially? Sequentially, yeah. That was an, that was an Eagle hole. I believe <laughs> the Eagle hole. This is a golf. Eagle hole. <laughs> it's a Weaves golf tutorial all of a sudden.
Well, that one, very rhythmic, very syncopated. Lots of communication that needs to go on in that, yeah. in that you know, you That's need a nice to... nice one. As in terms of how, how did it come to fruition? Well, I mean, I didn't have anything to do with that, so... Is that related to Cuckoo? <laughs> um, you know what? I was thinking about songwriting and how everyone takes everything that you say very seriously and by the book and... So I almost like wanted to do it like a, a tongue-in-cheek thing of like, do you think I might be lying in the next sentence? Because like, what is real? You know, as a songwriter, like everyone assumes one thing or another, and maybe you got to. It's a meta song, like it's kind yeah. of a meta quality to yeah. it. Huh? Are you? <laughs> is that speaking to the scrutiny you face now as a public? No, I think it's well, and I just like even live. It's fun because you look at people dead in the eyes in the middle of your performance, and they don't. I mean, like reality. What is reality? I'm still on. Yeah, I'm on a stage like being a human being every context that people hear of you is like either in an interview or it's through print or it's through music so like it's mediated yeah so what's what's the reality I don't know and have that's fun have you been fun. lying to me this entire time hey you never know I mean in a way in a way everything if if we admit that none of these songs were really thought about then us jibber jabbering about them after <laughs> is all just it's a big lie this yeah. wasn't thought about all right, that's fair. We're almost done. <laughs> I just want to check in with uh, Morgan. Morgan, at the beginning, you were very enthusiastic about uh, this process. How are you feeling? At, we're almost we're almost done. How are you feeling at, at the moment? I gotta say, I really this is one of my more favorite interviews. Because yeah. we're delving into the record. Probably. And you're like a real human, you know. Well, what do you mean? Do you have to face a lot of non-human? Well. Just non-listeners. Yeah, it's hard to find people. That's a weird thing, right? When you're a younger band, the people who want to talk to you, super into you, super uh, passionate about you, and then as you get higher and higher up the sort of media chain, you're dealing with a guy who's got a deadline. Yeah. And he's just, oh, I got to talk to that Wee's band, uh, and he'll be like, Ah, tell me about whatever, you know? Probably the same thing I'm doing, really, but. We know you, and you know us, and there's a mutual bond there, and I think... No, but really, it, 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 that helps, just as in terms of knowing personalities, and you ask questions that really, you know, so it's well, more interesting. I have asked very many questions. I think <laughs> I've just been going through the, the songs. This it's is, nice to have a real conversation about songs, and also just like... Um, yeah, songs are sometimes, you know, glorified, or people would... Like, my issue... Can we say this? But, like, my issue sometimes with journalism or like writers in general is they will take on their idea of what the song is and run with that and then you're supposed to answer all questions based on their assumption of what the song is or like what it or and what I what the bio what, what the bio is the bio back to the lyric don't think it was me as you so that's the same yeah that's oh, right there. so just to differentiate I've said here's what I think but is that what you were thinking is that a better approach and maybe you didn't like quote our bio that's kind of no, nice oh yeah I didn't quote the <laughs> I didn't quote the bio okay well I didn't mean to get too uh, you know uh, no meta we're just about saying we're having process. a nice time with okay, you on good. summer's yeah. night it's, yeah, it's 2017 the, the sun is going down it's cool it's cooling down yeah it's nice okay Vish is wearing a, a blue sort of plaid shirt we've all got our Giant hole in the ground right over there, and our practice space is next to the hole in the ground. It's perfect. I might get yeah. a wristwatch tattoo. You might get a wristwatch tattoo. Who knows? The night is young. The night is young. The night is young, yeah. One more. 
One more. This seems to be, we were talking about uh, feeling uh, under some kind of microscope or being the object of some scrutiny. That came to mind when I was thinking, when I, when I listened to this song, but I don't know. Is that... What song are we talking about? Oh, sorry, sorry. one more. Okay. One more. <laughs> Just this notion of... That's the problem with that song title. It's all yelled like, out and said, one more. And then people are like, no. No. And we're like, no. It's one more, like the song. I also thought you meant one more and then we're no, done. We have two, we have two sorry. more <laughs> yeah. songs. I was thinking... But we're on the penultimate <laughs> song, which happens to be called One More. Yes. We don't even know. We're out to lunch, eh? song that was another one of those after glass yeah after glastonbury we were like oh we need to elevate the set in some way and may i just ask because it seems like uh, glastonbury <laughs> was fun but traumatizing you came back no it was enlightening it was enlightening but you energizing yes. you felt like you needed to inject something into weaves we, coming back from well that. and that's a good thing that's good you want to make it bigger and better and like you should want to strive to do more you and know to connect with people i don't yeah. know no it's fine i'm not screw- i just think that you've mentioned that's another post glastonbury song i think it was like very influential on our i don't know like it was kind of crazy because we had only put in an ep we had never played any festival that was our first festival and so it was like i don't know just seeing all these bands and like being at the biggest festival in the world it will affect you in some way and I don't rather know. than knock us down and make us feel small, it sort of energized us to be like, okay. What do we have I to see. do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure. That's that's good. I, I think I, a I little bit more. Bring a little bit more to the table and just. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But the 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 lyrics are mysterious. I don't know how much we want to delve into. You say it's for fun, but watch out because I'm talking to you. Watch out because I'm breathing on me, and there's only room for one more. Yeah. Where does that come from? Um, it sounds claustrophobic and weird. A little bit. I don't know. I mean, it's hard for let me that to one like fly into the universe. Don't you don't? Yeah. If you don't. Have I don't anything, know. It's smaller. Let allow someone else to have their. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just saying. There's 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 a, a tension in that song. Yeah. Lyrically. I mean, there's a tension in my life. I guess all the watch time. Watch out. There's a lot of watch <laughs> out. There's, there's everything about this song seems like a warning. Yeah. <laughs> I got to start teaching like a poetry class, <laughs> like an analysis. Don't teach about I, I, This is all part of, I fooled you. Act. This is all. I mean, like, do you, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about that. Like, you know, when you're in school and you're learning about different writers and you're like, well, did Virginia Woolf like set out to make these books that would become these like canonized versions of them? I don't know. 
maybe they were just like having a bad day and wrote like half of the novel. And it does seem, you know, like sometimes it's hard because you never know, yeah, where something is coming from. Are you someone who writes more when you're sort of down, so to speak, is uh, rather than up? Yeah, I'm generally down, probably. Actually, I've been in good spirits recently. I don't think of you this. I don't think no, of you this not. way. You're not down. I just don't think of you this way. I think of you every time we encounter one another, you're very happy and, and yeah. jolly. And Slightly down, but then up, and then, like, you know, further up. So, like, you know, one step backwards, two steps forward, that kind of thing. Jasmine is a, a, the personification of a roller coaster dispenser. <laughs> you're down, you're up, you're swirling down, about. Up. Yeah, it's, it's always a, swirling around. It's always, you know, <laughs> it's a bit of an emotional... I think I'm, like, pretty... I know I'm emotional, but, it, yeah, you're like, well, thank God gone to music because what else am I going to do with all this stuff <laughs> okay well I mean that's a funny well it's not funny maybe an ironic segue that guy's feeling it or person I think it's like channeling yeah it's just like it's fun to I mean I write alone in a room for like a few hours and it's fun to just like get into a zone and just have this like very special I don't know there's like something about like not thinking about it and just having a moment of like having things come through you and you don't know like what's happening but you have, you have a weird deal where you you have a, you have to bring a solitary practice to a group of people yes <laughs> and then your solitary practice is sent into the world yeah that's weird yeah that's got to be strange okay <laughs> well like I say on that note I believe uh, we're at the end here with Last stress. Song. Stress. Oh, stress. I mean, we've. I feel like we've been skirting around this word stress, but also delving into it. I, I think I gather that you are comfortable uh, acknowledging stress. Yes. And that's important. Yeah. Because if I not, mean it, you what? gotta feel relaxed in the end. You know. record quietly i suppose right yeah but on kind of a groovy quiet i'd yeah, say yeah groove groove that's quiet a, that's a full off live off the floor 
thing, and that's probably the first thing that was ever recorded in Union Sound, yep. Neon's new studio. We did a live off the floor thing there, and that was the first thing that was recorded. Yeah. Okay, so it has an auspicious backstory in terms of its uh, recorded version. Do you have a sense of, uh, Morgan or Spencer, do you have a sense of what uh, Jasmine is conveying maybe in this song? I know I haven't asked that too often, but uh, I'm just curious. Yeah, like when, you know, when Jasmine's singing away. (laughs) We've also only performed this song twice, or once. It's hard to find a place in the set because it's kind of slow down. It doesn't necessarily, like, I I hear what she's saying, and it it has an effect on the way I drum, but subconsciously I can't say that I'm changing what I'm performing and playing. No, 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 I didn't mean it that way. I uh, I, I don't mean mean experientially in terms of performing the song. You mean? I just mean, this is, I, I encounter this a lot now where I talk to a, a band about the lyricist and it's almost like they're like, whatever, you know, like I don't, I'm doing my thing. It's like you're kind of too inside to actually know what the person who's on the front of the stage is sort of oh, it's hard. putting out into it's, the it's world. It's hard to connect uh, if you, you want to avoid that at all costs. I have so much of Jasmine in my monitor all the time. doesn't matter how big or small the stage is. I need to be in that same world as everybody else. But words aren't. Yeah, important. No, so then what's the point though? (laughs) Like I need to hear them to interpret, and I think each of us interpret them. But if Jasmine isn't talking about the lyrics, you know, we're not going to sit down and have this conversation with her in the band. She'll be like, "Uh," and we'll change subject. I think that's an important thing. I think also just maybe, well, you guys are more like I love lyrics. I'm a lyrics person. My favorite artist. I don't really even necessarily pay attention to. The instruments, like I'm a, I just love words and the way they, and maybe you guys aren't so much wordy people. No, I like lyrics, but I don't need to understand every one of them. To, I mean, the chorus is very clear. I want to live stress free amongst the trees. Yeah, but when you were growing up, did you like remember all the lyrics and like? No, not remember all the lyrics, but the good ones would stick out, and they would just. Where I would sit there for five days and like get my liner notes and be like okay ready to memorize the entire album and dissect yes that's very important for me but you know it's but it's different with each artist because certain artists it's like like pj harvey to bring it back to that her lyrics are so direct and simple but it's how she sings it that gives it such power it's crazy if you just looked at it it's like she's not trying to be complex she's telling like religious super like powerful songs just about love and lust and all those things so I don't know lyrics don't always need to be completely pulled apart in order to be enjoyed No, I, and I don't mean it in that sense I just mean you're in a band with your friend and they're writing <laughs> songs like this and I just wonder if you're ever like do I need to check in no because I know she just wrote it in 15 minutes and she moved on to the next one <laughs> basically but it's coming but it's, it's coming, coming from a place it's of coming from a place yeah yeah, but there's nothing in that song. It says you want to live stress-free. Well, so do I. So I'm not worried. It's not. <laughs> you're not singing about like darker things. I won't give fake examples. Sure. Sure. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to. Uh, uh, Thanks, dis- Morgan. I feel really good. I didn't mean to destroy <laughs> Weaves with this line of questioning. I always feel like they maybe don't care about lyrics as much as me. I just feel that way. I but feel that's like not fair, Jazz, because I sit there with you and uh, we work through it and I'm, I know all your lyrics and Jazz will forget verses and I'll know all the words. 
test me. I'm not testing you. No, that's great. No, that's but that's nice to hear. That's actually I, heartening to hear. I think the lyrics are good. If lyrics are bad, then you notice them. If lyrics are good, they add to the whole soup. It's not and if only the lyrics are good, then maybe you're listening to Sometimes it's not a soup. Uh, Sometimes it's not. The hold steady or something. Oh, a little diss at the end. Uh Okay, we've gone through the record. Yes. Uh, and I appreciate this. I know this was uh, it proved to be a, something of an enlightening exercise. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it got... Did it get negative at the end? Or are we in trouble? <laughs> no. You're not in trouble, but... I like soup. I'm sorry. I'm still hung up on soup. Just don't like soup. The words, are, if they're in a soup... I mean, I just think we're all different people, and we're never going to agree on how we Interpret feel them. about the songs. I know, so I would hate to really say... I could say what it means to me, but I, I wouldn't want to imply what it means to jazz. That's all I was asking, though. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I, I didn't. Luckily, I didn't do this too often. I thought I'd be like, guys, what do you think is <laughs> going on? But, you know, we're probably thinking about, oh, the groove and, oh, I kind of play a cool guitar thing. See, everyone's so self-absorbed in bands. I'm, a, I'm aware. And art and everything. So, Sorry. Oh, no, it's not meant to be. Don't roll your eyes. Uh, now I feel like <laughs> no, things have gone off the rails. Listen. We still all, all inform one another. We're all informed I think so. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. Like, one person does something. We respond, you know, positive reactions, mostly it seems positive. It's like a very uh, chemical, tight thing, weaves. Like, you watch it, and there's a that telepathy, that intuition. Uh, the, the social aspect is present, so... I, I think I you know I I care deeply about we the band. all get along yeah <laughs> we're fine we're fine we're fine this is why we don't talk about things because otherwise we'd uh, yes of course yeah but I will say on the new record we really get out of the way for jazz to do <laughs> what she does so well this is what I was gonna say just to, to I, I know we spent a lot of time on this record and I don't yeah. want to keep you much longer but You've got a new record. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked a lot about Glastonbury as being this uh, key point. Uh, coming yeah. back, being like, we got to do something. Yeah. You make the record, the, this one, Weaves. Now you got the new one. Uh-huh. What did you want to do different? What are people going to be surprised about on Wide Open? Can you talk a little bit, reveal a little bit about... Well, I feel like we toured a lot last year. We were away kind of a long time, and we... I don't know. We bonded as a band. We like grew as musicians. And I think you just like the more you're on the road and the more you experience things, it just expands your mind. Maybe even if you're not conscious of it, like that's how I felt after was maybe this like change or shift in myself that I wasn't even necessarily conscious of. But then reflecting and writing was like a whole other level this time that I just felt like more excited and interested in exploring different language and I don't know when you travel so much and have different experiences and you meet different people do you end up writing did you in this case anyway end up writing less about yourself did you find that you were writing on behalf (laughs) well he (laughs) for me no but for me this is the thing where we differ because like I intentionally was doing I because I wanted people to say I to themselves oh because I was I was like at a certain point I was like you know you every song starts I. with the word I but I hated that on the last record I kept saying you and I was like I feel like I'm not I'm like deflecting something if I say you so I wanted to use I to make it feel more real but also like allow people to like take it on themselves you know that was like kind of a conscious yeah. but I just think you know is it more direct 
I think so. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. What do you think, Spence? The record as a whole, yeah, it's more focused for sure. There's well? much less uh, of a Helder Skelter and, um, you know, it's, 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 I'd say it's much more, a more focused, concise, to the point thing. And I think the songs yeah. are better too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, well, nothing more fun than the second batch of songs after you're done a record I love that that was always my favorite that's when you get the best stuff I feel like you've learned so much together and then you just you feel like you know what you're doing is that what happened? well I think Jasmine wrote really good songs a lot of them and we had 25 to choose from and we cut it down to 11 and so we've got another album worth of things that I think are really strong as well so we have a lot of material and the whole thing of the second album being tough it was I don't know it wasn't I mean we're bragging before it's come out people might say it's shit it just felt more freeing <laughs> like I felt like we were able to travel and meet people and like it's not it's like a really beautiful experience it can be challenging but it's also like this really I don't know opening eye opening thing so I think we just felt like we also I think also the first album maybe like we set ourselves up to not necessarily be like one genre specific band so we were able to sort of like we're not afraid to make different kinds of music and like be whoever we are at that time like Weaves isn't one specific sound you know well I, I can't wait to hear the whole thing the first song 53 is great Thank and you. Uh, I don't know can we go out on that can we play that song yeah. right now does that make sense please do Anything you want to say about it before we go? Because I don't think we've talked enough about your songs. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> talked enough. 53. Well, I mean, 53 starts this record. Tick starts the first record. They're the same guitar riff in the same key. <laughs> so if you put 53 is just slower. So put those two together. You could put a clip of Tick and then play 53 <laughs> after. And you can see what I mean. It's a bit slower, a bit more grounded. I think it's kind of a neat, like, updated weaves thing. What's the connotation of it's? It's actually number fifty-three. Yes. Like, ha, or hashtag fifty-three. Yes. Uh, what is the connotation there? What does that mean? Should I say the real meaning? You might as well. Uh, it was kind of a joke because I have a looping machine, and that was the fifty-third loop <laughs> on my looper, <laughs> and I've been performing it as a solo project, and I just like named it number fifty-three as kind of a joke, and then. Um, Morgan liked the song and I was like yeah I just want to call it number 53 <laughs> it has no particular Spencer just said off mic I'm glad you admitted that has there been another story circulating about the song no I just think it's funny to have like again it's like the weight of a song like it's everything and anything <laughs> to have a title whatever yeah, but maybe by saying it we've just taken all the magic away oh, come on stop it why do any interviews at all you gotta talk about stuff every once in a while god damn it better to say what it means do we win in the end well on some level you've said specifically what it is 
and yes, you've lost. You've lost now because people aren't going to feel free to use Don't their imagination. Don't you think it's fun to say what it is? I thought of 53rd and 3rd by the Ramones, even though it doesn't sound like that. But the number 53 has kind yeah, of a so different... Yeah, so we've lost the magic. No, come on. <laughs> no, that's interesting. That I think that's... It's a very real, but in a way, like, I conscious... I don't know why. I just didn't want to give it a name. Like, I was like, let's just na- let's keep it like this. I have a feeling one more might have started... That. Well, actually, you, you, you say one more. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Usually I name songs, but for that song, I just didn't feel like... I didn't... Like, there was no name for it. And then he liked it, and I was like, it is number 53. Like, it just came out. Well, no, it's great. And I think we should just go to it and play it and then let people know what we've been talking about. Yeah. So, uh, this is 53 by Weaves from the new record out October 6th. It's called Wide Open. Mm-hmm. October 6th on... Buzz which? Records in Canada. Okay. Memphis, Memphis Industries in the rest, in the rest of, the of the world. And K9 in, in the America. US. <laughs> you guys have this down. Uh, Spencer, Jasmine, Morgan, thank you yes. so much for being on the show. And thank you. best of luck with everything. Thank you. Uh, 53.
That was number 53, the first song on the upcoming new Weaves album, Wide Open. Thanks again to Weaves for being on the show to talk so much about their last album and, and just have a good a good hang. That was fun. Thank you, Weaves. They're great. They're just a great band. You should go see Weaves and listen to their records. Fantastic. Fantastic. This is the 341st episode of the Creative Control Podcast, which is available on iTunes, Audio Boom, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, and all your favorite podcast platforms, I'm sure. Every single episode of the show, along with more information, is available at vishkana.com. You can like the show on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Creative Control Vishkana. Follow us on Twitter, at vishcreative. Follow me on Twitter, at vishkana. Also, you can listen to a version of the show every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time around the world at CFRU.ca, or if you're in the area and have access to a radio, 93.3 FM in the Kitchener-Waterloo region. Also, please visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to keep the uh, podcast running. And also, at this point, I'm uh, endeavoring to buy a new piece of equipment to record uh, field interviews like the one you just heard just a little bit better. I have my eye on this thing. I want to get it, but I need uh, uh, help from you. So if you can pledge, please do. And in return, uh, you get the show. And uh, if you like, I can send you a T-shirt. That's the deal. So again, patreon.com slash creative control. This episode would not be possible without our sponsors, Pizza Trail Cadero, whom you can call uh, for pickup or delivery at 519-829-2444 or check them out, trocaderoguelph.ca. The Bookshelf, an independently owned bookstore, bar, music venue, and movie theater located at 41 Quebec Street in Guelph. Learn more about them at bookshelf.ca. Planet Bean, freshly roasted, fair trade, certified organic coffee. More info about them, planetbeancoffee.com. And Granddad's Donuts, located at 574 James Street North in Hamilton, Ontario. Best donuts in the world. Granddad's.ca for more info. Well, that's it for another episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. And uh, tell your friends to listen and uh, subscribe to the show, download the show, uh, rate and review the show positively on, uh, on the, wherever you're listening to this if you can. All of that helps. All right. I will talk to you very soon. Goodbye for now. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.